0: Welcome to the All Around Joe Podcast, where we optimize your human performance from my personal experience as an athlete, coach, and all-around self-improvement junkie. On this episode of the All Around Joe Podcast, I am interviewing Bryce from ECOS. ECOS is a technology company that I am incredibly stoked about. They have visualization tools that I use every single week, um, myself and with my athletes. So it is a great, great tool. I've done an interview with Ecos before, but they have some really, really cool stuff coming out right now, including I have my very own Ecos channel, so you can learn movements from me directly, okay? And you can get information about that, or you can get to my deep link on the Ecos platform by going to allaroundjoe.com slash Ecos, that's I-K-K-O-S, but without further ado, I want to jump right into this interview. I hope you enjoy it. You can find all the show notes at allaroundjoe.com 89. That's allaroundjoe.com 89. And I will see you again at the end of the interview. Hey, everyone out there in podcast land. I have Bryce here from Ecos. Bryce, how are you doing today? I'm good, Joey. And yourself? Oh, man, I'm doing great. I really appreciate you being on the podcast today. I'm excited to talk with you. I know that we've talked with Sean from Ecos before, but we've got something else extra special to talk about today. But first, let's... Let me have you introduce yourself and tell people what your story is.
1: Uh, I appreciate it. So my name is Bryce Fink. I'm a Australian PT or physio, as we call it over there. Uh, I graduated in 2008 and my journey into ECOS came through a variety of sports and dramatic mediums as well. So I've worked with the Australian Women's Golf Tour, the Chinese Golf Tour and the Korean golf tour with Australian athletics, um, and with Australian rules football. Uh, my main sport is obviously golf, uh, which is what brought me to Ecos originally in October last year where i've come on as the medical and rehabilitation coordinator uh but on the crossfit side it's quite fascinating actually Uh, a lot of the techniques that i like to use in my clinical training Mm -hmm. is actually through the mobility techniques that i learned off kelly starrett
0: oh cool very cool yeah kelly started something that well the supple leopard book Mm -hmm. is something that's on the kitchen table the coffee table the gym you know Right over here. We're in Stoneway CrossFit right now, just so you guys know. And we've got a copy of that book hanging out over by the front desk. So that's really cool. Really cool. Um, so how long have you been with ECOS and what's that? how's that progression gone? What are you doing for them exactly?
1: So my journey with Eco started in October last year. So we were at the World Golf Fitness Summit that was put on by my TPI, uh, the Titleist Performance Institute. And I met Sean Hutchison. So as you've spoken to Sean before, the ex-U.S. Olympic swimming coach, Sean was speaking to us about technology and how it's taking over our coaching and treating mediums and how we need to be able to get on the front foot when it comes to teaching our clients. I got very fascinated and excited with this. You know, I always wondered why it was that location was something that limited our ability to teach people. Mm -hmm. And I always felt that my both earning capacity and – teaching capacity was limited by my location. Okay. So when he started bringing this up, it brought to me some ideas that I'd been thinking about in the past in using thermal imaging as a way of looking at injury management and prevention. Wow. We uh, we started getting to talk and he spoke about the exciting future that Ecos had going forward into 2017. We began conversation and it's led us to the point now where, as I said, I'm looking after the medical and rehabilitation component of ECOS, mm-hmm. where we're actually utilizing the technology to help health practitioners, uh, which I actually put, you know, CrossFit teachers within that because we're learning and teaching new movement patterns sure. to be able to help them establish themselves as coaches and reach a greater audience.
0: Oh, yeah. I think that's great. That's super cool. Can you explain what? What is ECOS? So, I mean, some people have heard me talk about it a lot and some people probably have never heard me talk about it. So let's hear it from you.
1: So ECOS is a, it's a mindset. So at the moment, what we utilize is smart technology to be able to help coaches teach their students through the senses. So at the moment, we use virtual reality to be able to break down movement patterns in a process that we utilize the mirror neurons. So we know that people learn by watching Mm -hmm. the brain Can't tell the difference between doing a movement and watching a movement. So by using virtual reality, what we can actually do is trick those motor, uh, those mirror neurons into learning those patterns better and more efficiently. So if we put it into a clinical setting, so if someone's injured, so say as if one of your CrossFitters is injured or one of my golfers is injured, the old way would have been, okay, you've got to rest and wait till you can start doing these patterns again. What we can utilize with ECOS is an ability to actively rehabilitate while they're still injured, reducing injury timeframes and increasing their ability to get back to sport.
0: Sure, sure. So tell me, are they moving much when they're doing this? Like, let's say I injured my bicep or something like that and I'm trying to get better at, well, I'm trying to rehab it. Um, Are... Tell me how that would work.
1: Okay, so it's a three-step process. So first of all, what we've got is we've got the coach. So say Joe on All Around Joe, which is a platform on ECOS, is teaching how to do a snatch. So what we do is we get you, which you've done quite perfectly, um, to explain the movement pattern then what the student does is they watch the movement in slow motion on 30 repetitions with a frequency within their ears that helps take away the sound. This allows them to focus on the movement pattern itself. Now, once they've watched that movement pattern on loop, what they do is they then wear a pair of blackout goggles, which takes away their vision and makes them actually visualize the movement pattern that they just watched. We know visualisation is a powerful tool when it comes to teaching. Uh, Most of the best sports stars have been doing it for years. What we've done is made that now accessible to the wider audience. Once they visualise the movement pattern, they then start performing it in slow motion and then gradually build up to a speed where they're doing that pattern exactly how they saw the expert doing it at full speed with the end goal in performing a better movement
0: pattern. Nice, nice. So are there any types of movement patterns that work better than others? We found that most movement patterns work quite well.
1: So even though we started in the sports realm, what's exciting to me and sort of where my involvement has come into the company is starting to look at hobbies, starting to look at music, starting to look at at dance. And that's where it's exciting because if we can start to blend movement patterns and music or movement patterns and drama or movement patterns and hobbies, we can actually create a more skilled community, and world. So most movements we have been able to see have benefited from using this technology.
0: Very cool, very cool. And I think that it was either you and I or some studying that I was doing where we were talking about how that was the visualization was how we learned like way back in the day and that's something that still stuck with us as a learning pa- or a way to learn things faster can you talk on that briefly
1: definitely so the problem is when we look at training or blocked training is we can only go by what we've done in the past and our memories now the problem with memories is our memory will create gaps You know, we remember by smell, we remember by touch, we remember by feel. But because of the amount of things that we remember and that we experience over our lives, we can only store so much of that in our minds. Think about a a computer hard drive. So a computer hard drive is eventually going to get full and will only remember the good memories or the bad memories. What visualization allows us to do is fill in those building blocks, so say as if I want to learn how to do a snatch, but I've never done a snatch before. The only times I've ever done snatch is been when I've done it myself in a very small, minute amount, okay. which we know that it takes 10,000 hours of repetition, supposedly, yeah. to become an expert. Right. So the, by using visualization, we speed up the process of using those 10,000 hours. So what I can do is I can watch you, who's done it for those 10,000 hours, if not more, put that visual into my memory and then perform the movement pattern at a very similar level, speeding up the ability to perform the skill.
0: So anybody who is uh, interested in performance or learning here should... Definitely make a note of that. <laughs> mm,
1: it's huge. Yeah, and if we're looking at, you know, it breaks our preconceptions. You know, I saw a really, really good quote yesterday, actually. And all knowledge is based on is our previous preconceptions. Okay. So if we change our preconceptions and the way we think of learning, mm-hmm. then we increase our knowledge base. Right. So when we look at learning, if you're looking at learning a new skill and you want to learn it to the best of your ability from the best, yep. then this is the easiest way
0: to do it. That's so cool. So I'm going to ask you maybe a tough question here, but do you know how many hours it takes off of that 10,000 when we're using something like this?
1: At the moment, we haven't got quantifiable studies to show as of yet. We've okay. got a lot of anecdotal studies. So we've shown in 15 minutes that a lot of people can improve their movement patterns straight away. And we're actually going to shoot a video later on that I'm sure you know, we'll put up obviously on web- our website. And if you want to use it on yours as well, sure. feel more than free to show how a beginner like myself, I've done a bit of CrossFit, but I haven't, I'll say to you, I haven't done it since I've left Australia, um, and how your partner is going to do it as well. So it sort of shows the full extremes of being able to change those movement patterns. So we'll make that available to your listeners.
0: Okay. Okay. Very cool. Yeah. And I know that I've used the product myself and I've, I use a technology every single week. And for me, one of like the notable things that I've done is, uh, uh, muscle ups. So, <clears throat> In a short, very short period of time, I went from doing 13 to 15 muscle ups just by practice and using the technology. Um, and somebody may not think, "Oh, that's only two reps." But when you're stu- when I've done 13 muscle ups for, and that was my maximum for three or four years and then it took me a month or so to get an extra two that's a huge improvement
1: with doing nothing else other than looking at the correct movement patterning right and i think that you know you can probably say this to this a little bit better than what i can as the expert of the movement that you do but a muscle up is a very very tough technical technique absolutely you know if i put this and when i would ever talk to any crossfitters back home we'd look at the you need to be able to have thoracic extension you need to be able to have good shoulder flexion you need to be able to have the ability to dissociate between your torso and your hips sure. to be able to use that kip to get up into that muscle-up position right. um, so when we're looking at being able to get over a gap if you're lacking any one of those movements that you may not be able to guess that's there mm-hmm. until you get it shown to you exactly how you're doing it compared to how the expert is doing it right. maybe that's why we don't cross that chasm as easily as what we probably can
0: Absolutely. And that makes a ton of sense. And it actually leads us right into what you guys have been working on, which is what I'm very, very excited yeah. to talk with you about. Um, and I'm, I'm not going to mess it up for you. Go ahead and tell people what this new technologies that Ecos is bringing to the table.
1: So coming December. So we talked about how we're a smart technology company. Yep. You know, our thing is being able to be disruptive and be able to help the coaching, the healthcare, um, and the musical drama system of being able to Im- see how we can utilize our senses better so in December what we've come what we've got coming out is what we've got called a smart skin technology pretty much what it is is an Under armour type of garment um, an upper body garment to start with with lower body coming um, during the middle of next year 2018 with sensors on the inside. Now, at the moment, this type of technology is only available in universities, in institutes of sport, in high-level sporting teams. What we're doing it is bringing it to the masses. So what you're going to be able to do is you're going to be able to take a snapshot of your movement pattern. So say as if you're trying to do a squat pattern, right, Right. and an overhead squat pattern, and you think that you're doing it right. What the sensor suit will show is exactly how you do that movement compared to the expert that's wearing the suit as well. Wow. So you'll get a trace of your body pattern. There'll be a trace of their body pattern. And what you'll be able to do is see where the deficits are. So you know how you'd, like when you're a coach and you'll be able to say to someone, can you feel that? Or can you see that? Or can you know?" You'll touch them and you'll say, that's where I want you to improve. And they may not be able to see that or feel it themselves. Yep this is a quantifiable way where they can see their body and make minute changes to be able to get that pattern down better
0: so that guys i cannot tell you how cool this this is i mean when from a, a coaching standpoint uh, exactly what bryce said right there is like we try so many different things to get an athlete or ourselves even to be able to improve movement patterns and sometimes it just it takes a long time to click. You know, you may have an athlete that you, that's a good athlete, but you just can't figure out the right terminology mm-hmm. or cue or whatever it may be. Let's go back to like the muscle-up thing. You know, they, maybe they're strong enough. They just can't figure it out. And then finally, three months later, it clicks. This is, this should shorten that, that three months way down to, I don't even know how short. I, I guess it's still going to be different for every person. But the ability to show those differences to them huge
1: yeah and this you know where we're really excited about this is going forward into things like uh gamification real life gamification okay so say as if you wanting to compete against kobe bryant or you know in a more modern day sense of lebron james you know you can wear this suit and shoot like lebron does in a game of horse so that way you can see how many shots you make compared to them yeah with the technique that they use Wow. Yeah. So for me, I'm really excited about this because I'm a runner. So if I'm looking at efficiency for running and Mm -hmm. where a lot of runners uh, get confused with running is that running is a full body technique, right? So a lot of people lose their efficiency with running with their trunk. You know, a lot of runners you'll see and they'll run in that hung back position. If you can show them with their trunk that they need to be sitting forward over their massive support and that allows gravity to take them forward, what happens is they start to improve their running ability, reducing injuries, increasing PBs. It's it's amazing, you know, and we've got a Kickstarter that's going to be starting online on the Kickstarter website come the middle of June. So if you want to get a visual of this and see how it's going to work... Feel free, we'll post all the details again on our website and on Joe's website um, if you want to get involved with this technology.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And just so you guys know, I'm going to be posting the show notes up for this episode at allaroundjoe.com slash 89. That's allaroundjoe.com slash 89. So you can get links to everything. If you're listening to this in your car, just make a note, 89, and then come and check this out. Um, but man, getting back into that, uh, this discussion. Mm-hmm. um you said that it's going to be released in the winter. Yes. Okay. And then when did you say that the, and that was just the top half. How about for the bottom
1: We're we're looking at the second half of 2018 for the bottom becoming on board. And our idea with the upper and the lower body is we're going to have connectivity between the two. Okay. So what we're going to be able to do is see your whole body moving as one. Very cool. And that's, you know, that's the thing that we, you know, that we forget, you know, our upper body and our lower body is obviously joined by our spine. We look at central and then we move out to peripheral. So depending on how you move as a person if you're a peripheral to central or central to peripheral that's going to show up different things right so and then moving forward when we look at this suit you know our ideas are that you're going to be able to use this in the water so say as if you look at the last crossfit games where they had a swimming component into it if you're training for that or you're doing your qualifiers for that and you're trying to improve your times then you can see how your upper body and lower body is moving in coordination with one another sure and then where our current eco's technology comes into play is you can visualize how the expert does it you can then do the movement pattern in the suit and see how you improve compared to before watching the video
0: wow so
1: this is all supposed to be packaged together to create an ultimate learning experience from the comfort of your home Right. So if you want to learn off the best and you live in a rural community, you know, the community I come from has only got about 80,000 people. But if I want to learn from Joe Bauer or I want to learn from a Kelly Starrett or I want to learn from a Sean Hutchison, mm-hmm. I've got the ability to learn from whoever I want to learn from because I've got this technology.
0: Right. Like wherever you are in the world. Wherever you are in the world. Very cool. Very yeah. cool. And I'm sitting here thinking about the application for this and like, uh, let's take a CrossFit workout and the movement pattern. We could take, you know, the, the best CrossFit mover in the world at this particular movement pattern, and let's say it's over a certain number of reps, the efficiency of being able to put your body into that same space that they're in is going to make it easier for you when you're doing it because the chances are that you're not as good as them. There could be several reasons, but the movement pattern is going to be a biggest one and the efficiency of movement pattern because if you're more efficient at moving through this particular workout, like let's say Fran, for example, like thrusters and pull-ups, then you're going to just, it's going to be easier for you right? If you're more efficient.
1: (laughs) Definitely. And if you think about this on an injury prevention side of things as well, you know, if you think about a lot of people that try and say that CrossFit is dangerous, CrossFit is not dangerous. You know, when you have expert coaches, it's one of the best, I give it to my clients for rehabilitation all the time, because if you can't get back to doing things like squats or lunges or lifting overhead, they're things that we do on a daily basis. If you can see when you're failing. So if you're wearing your suit through this Fran, right? Mm -hmm. And you can see that at the eighth repetition of the thruster that you start to lose your technique, you get an alert that says you can't do any more than eight repetitions. And then you as the coach can link back to them and say, okay, this is how what I want you to do as a intermediate workout to get you to be able to do that better.
0: That is so, so cool. I mean, I have a, an interesting example of that where I was doing, um, 30 cleaning jerks a few weeks ago. Uh, it's called Grace at 135 pounds. She's sexy. Yeah. Yeah. In a very nasty way. Um, so. I could f- I've could. been doing CrossFit enough that at like the 20-something rep, I could feel that I lost my core stability mm-hmm. and I've been, you know, have enough proprioception and things like that from years and years and years, but not everybody has that yet. Mm-hmm. So, if there was technology like that, I knew when I felt it like, oh, I need to stop. I need to sh- slow down, rest for a second, be able to rebrace my core before I start this movement. But not all those people have the exact same experience have gone through that movement that many times that I could completely see how someone could hurt themselves when they got into a position like that. And they didn't feel that they made that adjustment.
1: And that's it. A lot of people will get injured. So our body will start screaming out to us before we start to get pain. Mm -hmm. You know, our body is a fight or flight machine. It will do what it can to be able to get a movement done. And it's not necessarily the first breakdown that'll get us or the second breakdown. It's often the third or the fourth. Okay. Now, the trouble with that is, is by the time that third or the fourth structure is gone, is we fix the area where pain is, but we don't fix the area where the dysfunction is. Right. So, what this gives us the ability to do is stop us getting to that dysfunction before it starts. And if we think about something like the core, you know, we know that the core is a multitude of our diaphragm, of our pelvic floor, our multifetus, our obliques, our transverse abdominis, and then we've got our superficial muscular that sits over the top as well. Yep. You know, we might think that it's our obliques that are giving us the trouble, but possibly it's our glutes. So this will give us the idea of the ability as well to knuckle down on the exact area
0: uh-huh. where we've
1: got our weaknesses.
0: Super interesting. Mm. Super interesting. And also, uh, I could make a connection here. If, uh, I'm not sure. if you, Have you watched the CrossFit regionals at all?
1: Uh, this year's ones? Yes. Not this, year. this year's ones. So no. there's
0: been an incidence in the first two weekends of male athletes tearing their pecs. Right. What? On the second workout.
1: Okay. What's the second workout?
0: The second workout is 21-15-9 of ring dips. Yep. And, uh, let's see, twenty one fifty nine ring dips and what are they doing with that? So, well, either way, the ring yeah. dips are the thing that they're tearing. The, the first workout is, of the day, is yep. to run with a weight vest on for 1,200 meters and then they do 12 rounds of handstand, four handstand push-ups, okay. uh, eight chest-to-bar pull-ups right. and then 12, um, air squats.
1: Right. So they so technically what they could be doing in that first workout yep burning out their core in that first workout. If they're wearing that weight vest and they haven't got those good stabilizers, they'll be dropping into that thoracic flexion position. Right. So hunching through there, so loading up through that area. Then as soon as they go into the handstand push-ups, they could be burning out that uh, the pec major plus their shoulders.
0: Yep. Yep.
1: and then you said the second and then okay. the, the pull the chin to uh the pull chest to, yeah, chest our pull-ups the pull-ups so obviously yep. they're going to be working their anterior muscles in being able to do that they should be working their posterior muscles as stability as stabilizing muscles but if they're fatigued already through the other two sure then that may be fatigued through that
0: right and okay uh, and
1: then the air squats the
0: next one is uh well then the air squats and then i remember the the second one is 20 and 59 of the ring dips ring plus dips. uh Dumbbell snatches.
1: Right. So that's, again, shoulder and chest workout again. Right. Okay.
0: And we've seen like 15 different guys in two weekends have core in their pec muscles some of which have needed surgery in order to repair them mm-hmm. so i'm just thinking that this is an interesting thing to bring up because i was trying to like think my way through why this was happening and come up with a bunch of theories for what i thought was going on but we're talking about technology here that could show us exactly where those breakdowns are happening yeah
1: exactly where they're failing yep you know and what's what would be interesting to me going forwards if we think of something like the regionals with crossfit right and we crossfitters are you know we are branded as the best athletes in the world, right? Right. Yeah, and we know technique is one of the hugest part of this. What happens that if in the future that this becomes a way that we can actually see if people are doing the right technique when they're doing this, Absolutely. so they not only become the best athletes in the world but the most technically efficient as well.
0: Which is what most CrossFitters would even like love to do. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yep, yep. and I think that what's really cool is that you know the CrossFit world as a whole is always looking for improvements, and they spend you know six hours a day trying to work out until their bodies blow up mm-hmm. and if they don't necessarily always have to but they're so enthusiastic about it that even a technology like this if you could tell them they would move better it's like how do i get that how do i do that yeah i mean you got people listening to binarial beats while mm-hmm. they're working out you got people doing you know visualization training you got them meditating on things you got all kinds of things that they're doing you know uh electrical stim all the time and it's like man Here's, here's how you can move better.
1: Exactly. <laughs> and, and that's the thing, you know, in essence, we are movement. You know, we are yeah. energy. And if we don't have those baseline things to start with, all of those other things, they really don't mean much. Right. So if we can get and if we've got this technology to be able to allow people to move better, to move more efficiently, and to learn off the best, mm-hmm. that's what makes us excited. And the thing that we really pride ourselves on as a company is working collaboratively, you know, so coaches like yourself can work with medical practitioners like me, can work with swimming coaches like Sean, right? Yeah. And be able to try and create a community where we all help each other. Yeah, the best teams we know are collaborative teams. Absolutely. So if we want to be part of this environment, if we want to be part of this culture, just like what CrossFit is, is that culture, you know, we want to make sure that everyone is helping out each
0: other for sure in any you know business or life when you see the people that are the most successful they don't do it by themselves mm-hmm. they've got an incredible team around them Yep. so i hear you i mean i have a team around my podcast yep. i have team around you know my crossfit gym mm. i have team around my business all of those things is just makes so much sense yeah so much sense cool so we got the this uh kickstarter coming out here um can i ask you what the price point you're looking at so y-
1: at the moment, we're aiming for it to be under $100. Awesome. So that's the other thing as well that makes it a little bit different to our competitors. You know, okay. As I said, we haven't got it. There's no one else within this space at the moment. Okay. The closest thing would be something that golf use called a K-vest, and K-vest is brilliant. So it's uh, it measures forces and the ability and talks around the body to be able to see what we're doing within a golf swing. Okay. The problem is is often a lot of co- – it costs – a good two and a half grand above Wow so if you're a individual wanting to buy that unless you're a coach making money of it it's not feasible
0: sure
1: so being able to have this at one tenth of that price um, is ridiculous absolutely you know, if if not cheaper oh my god yeah. so you know we want to make this accessible to everyone yeah. you know we know that if this is expensive or if the, you know then people can just do what they're already doing. But if we make this something like the Kindle, where anyone can use it and we get the best coaches being able to get their technique and their content out on it, then we get a product that really changes
0: the world. Absolutely, and the the word of mouth is going to be outrageous. Yeah, you know, starting from the coaches who, like myself, who have seen what and can even visualize <laughs> what things like this can do, and then talking with our athletes, and then those it just spreads like wildfire. And you, like you mentioned, for things that are not even necessarily athletic, um, like playing an instrument or something like that, it it just why not? It, yeah. it makes so much sense. And you know,
1: we're we're well rounded beings, you know, yeah. so. If what And whatever we like to do, we like to do it at our best ability. Yep. You know, if we love playing the violin, okay, I wish I could play the violin. <laughs> you know, but if we are playing the violin and that is our number one hobby, the number one thing we love the most, then we're going to want to get better at it. Sure. You know, so if I can use something really, really simple yeah. and really, really cheap to learn that to my best ability, then I'm going to do it. 100%. So that's that's what excites me, you know, that we can start to really create a world where any skill is attainable for anyone. Yeah. You know, whether we're in Australia or if in the States or if we're in China or if we're in Malaysia, you know, we want the ability for everyone to be able to learn Yeah. and to, and to hear if I look on my side and you know, I, I'm very strong when it comes to that medical and rehab side and and health being available to all people. Mm-hmm. You know, if we're providing a means in the world now where healthcare prices are going up for people to get better education about their health and to fix their health, yep.
0: then we're doing a good thing. Uh, enough said. Mm. That's beautiful. Thanks, man. Very, very cool stuff, very cool stuff. So Bryce, I, I mean, <laughs> I think we could talk here all day long yeah. on health, fitness, how to improve, you know, from all kinds of different avenues. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't want to take up your whole day here. Um, let me ask you something that I always ask people: um, Are there any questions that I haven't asked you that I should have?
1: Okay. Um, I suppose going forwards as a community, as a CrossFit community, mm-hmm. what could? Where do you see your sport going?
0: Uh where do I see the CrossFit yeah. community going? I think that the community is going to just continue to grow because it is a very inclusive community yes. that sometimes people don't realize. They think of it as more of a cult. Yep. And that's okay. But once you get into what the CrossFit community is trying to accomplish, which is just getting better. That's simply it. I mean, we're, the, the CrossFit community is not against anybody. They're, they're for health. They're for fitness. They're for getting better. Um, I will regularly tell people that CrossFit, if you don't like CrossFit, but you're doing yoga or you're doing, you know, you're a runner or whatever, that's great. I'm not going to, you know, get better, yeah. go get better. Um, so I see that the CrossFit community is going to just become more and more inclusive for people that are runners or things like that. Maybe they're not going to be competitive CrossFit athletes, but they'll realize that, hey, if I come into CrossFit and I have some really experienced coaches teaching me how to, you know, squat better or move better throughout daily move activities, then maybe that will help my running a little bit. Um, and it doesn't have to be this five day a week grind in the CrossFit gym as the cross sport of CrossFit, but, uh, everybody that's from the top down to, you know, from the Greg Glassman who created it all the way down to where I am, we're just trying to get people better. And we're trying to hang out with cool people, be positive, spend time, you know, continuing that culture and just, you know, people have so much potential. And a lot of times they don't realize how easy it is to tap into that potential. So I, I see my vision and how I want the CrossFit community to keep evolving in that direction.
1: And I think you've said it right there. You know, like your, your culture as a brand and your culture as a company is similar to ours. And that's why I think we really appreciate you having you on board at Ecos, you know, is that you want to help people get better. Yeah. And we want to do the same. And we see CrossFit as a massive way Of being able to do that. So anyone that's interested in Ecos and our products, um, feel free to download our free app. So it's available on the App Store and on Google Play um, called Ecos, I-double-K-O-S. You can find Joe's um, tab in there within the sports selection section under strength and conditioning. Um, And there's you've got a couple of free modules in there
0: as well. So your free modules are... I think it's a deadlift, yep. and I am not sure what the other one is. It might. I think
1: you've got the the pull ups.
0: Okay, pull ups. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah.
1: Um, and being out, if you're interested yourself in putting a a program on, so if you're a teacher, if you're a coach, if you're someone that wants to put a platform within our platform, feel free to contact us at ecosuniversity.com. Um, You can quote this podcast, so podcast 89, yep, um, and you'll get looked after for being a listener of Joe's.
0: Yeah, guys. So uh, like Bryce said, allaroundjoe.com slash 89. We'll put all the links in the show notes in there. Um, And Bryce, really appreciate your time. It's been a pleasure, my man. And you too, sir. And uh, guys, thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the next podcast. Thank you. Hello again, I hope that you enjoyed that interview with Bryce from ECOS. I wanted to remind you guys that you can hop right over to my specific ECOS channel, learn movement directly from me as I do the movement by going to allaroundjoe.com slash I-K-K-O-S. That's allaroundjoe.com slash I-K-K-O-S. Full disclosure, I have a few free modules on there, but some of them are paid. So you can hop over there right now and start learning for free. Also, make sure that you check out the Kickstarter that Ecos is running right now. I'll put the information for that in the show notes at allaroundjoe.com slash 89. So you can get a head start on some of this really, really cool technology that they have coming out. I know that I'm going to head over there and definitely support their Kickstarter. If you have any questions at all about this stuff, you can always throw them down in the comments section of this blog at allaroundjoe.com slash 89, or shoot me an email at joe at allaroundjoe.com. The All Around Joe Podcast, where we optimize your human performance from my personal experience as an athlete, coach, and all-around self-improvement junkie. I will see you on the next podcast.